And this epi is brought to you by eBay. Now until April 18th, get 20% off select merch from Adidas. Certain terms and conditions do apply. Now back to the show. Welcome to the Coffee Sips Tea Podcast. I'm your host for today. Call me coffee, aka honey nana, honey latte in charge, okay? And we have a wonderful guest with us today, Dr. Davia. How you doing? So excited to be here. Yes, we are super excited to have you on because today in our happily single devotional series, we are talking about breaking soul ties. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> and we're still in Women's History Month. Um, so we're still celebrating women, especially women from the Bible. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Xavier. So are you excited? I am excited. It's, it's time to talk talk about some, some biblical giants who own who owned their role in history. That's that's right. That's the truth right there. And you don't really hear too much about singlehood, singleness, what it means, how to go about this. We always are talking about marriage, but there's like that little awkward phase that almost all of us go through Mm -hmm. before we get married and then sometimes even after we get married we go through that phase as well like if we get divorced or if we become a widow um and so like our working verse for this series uh comes from first corinthians 7 verse 34 Mm -hmm. and it basically says that Women who are unmarried, they can spend their time undivided in devotion to the Lord. While married women, their interests are divided because they are more concerned with how to please their husband and other worldly affairs. Right. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Of course, I'm paraphrasing. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and that's okay because we're not Bible scholars here, you guys. Okay. Right. My lovely lattes. Yes. Go easy on yep, us. Yep. We're supposed to live how we're <laughs> called, right? Amen. Yeah. That's what Asha said too in verse 17. She gave me that one. You know, it's, it's just important to, to, be, to be aware of where you're called, I think, and to understand mm-hmm. the season. Right. Yeah. That's and true. and not and and really kind of like not to overwhelm ourselves with titles. It's it's really bloom where you're planted, be the best that you mm-hmm. can be, and, and just live within the capacity of the state that or the moment you find yourself in, and 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 allowing God to really um, do a work in you in each stage and and. Um, uh, each stage and phase of your life as a woman that that's really mm. important that's true we do go through different stages of womanhood right. from when we're a young you know young child when we start coming of age and then you know as we're becoming a teenager young adolescent um 
what was that like for you? Like when you were becoming a woman, like were you dating at all? Um, you know, I, I didn't really date very much. I had a, I had experienced um, um, sexual assault uh, at 15, oh. and that, that really mm-hmm. made it rough for me. Um, yes. And so, it, you know, I, I, had a, I had a difficult transition um, in my teenage years going into womanhood, so... And I, mm. and I didn't have good godly women to pray with me, to counsel me, to, to journey with me. And I think if I would have had that, um, it would have, mm. it would have, um, really had a, a positive impact on my life. Yeah. And that's the thing. A lot of us as young ladies, we go through things before we even know about these kind of things. We go through these traumatic experiences, and so already that is shaping our our views right. about people, especially the, the opposite sex right. and about relationships, you know. And that's really sad that we don't even get that chance to honor God's original design and his divine plan for us, um, which was to be ordained to one mm-hmm. man, you know. And so all of those things kind of take us away from that path where we're experiencing constant trauma, constant heartbreak, constant other things like assault mm-hmm. and just be feeling abandoned and feeling lonely. And I feel like these kind of things trigger certain responses in us physically, emotionally, and spiritually, and they can even lead to attacks yeah. on us where other spirits kind of latch on to us. So we're definitely going to um, touch on some of those things. I'm so sorry, sis, that you went through that. I don't think I ever heard about that. Yeah, that, that's something I don't share very much, but it's appropriate mm-hmm. and on point and on topic for this conversation this evening. Well, th- thank you so much for being vulnerable mm-hmm. with us and going there. Yes, well, that. For my sister, of course, I'm happy to happy to mm-hmm. divulge a little bit, you know, but God, God can redeem. Listen, if you're listening, ladies, and you have been a victim of sexual assault, it is not mm-hmm. your fault. It is not something that defines you and God loves you and he will use that journey to healing as a as a powerful testimony. So just know that let yes. allow God Surrender that to God and allow him to um, help you become the best version of yourself because it can be done. Yes, absolutely. And we're broken, but we're not counted out. We're still people of value and we still have a valuable spot in in our father's eyes. We're still the apple of his right. eye. Yeah, and he said that um, he wants to be the our husband to for us. He wants to be our redeemer. Uh, in Isaiah fifty four, let me see if I could pull that up. It says in verse um, five, for your maker is your husband, 
The Lord Almighty is his name. The Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer. He called the He is called the God of all the earth. So that is who is fighting on our behalf. Mm-hmm. To my my ladies out there, okay. And um I just love y'all so much. Um so you know, by the end of this episode, I'm praying that somebody who is listening to this feels delivered or begins that process of deliverance because we all can use some. Okay. I've, I've also been through some things as well, probably not as, as traumatizing, but some questionable experiences, Mm -hmm. um, that really made me run to my God and say like, what, what was the purpose for this? Like, you know, God, can you answer me? Can you be there for me? Can you be a friend to me? Like, I, I don't want another boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I don't want another relationship. I don't want to be married right this moment because there's some work that needs to be done here on my heart, on my mind, right. on my spirit. Um, so with that being said, you know, we have a lot of women in the Bible who's experienced some things, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Some of our single ladies here. Um, what's What were some of, like, your favorite women in the Bible who went through I'm some a, of these I'm things? I'm a huge fan of uh, Esther. Uh-huh. I'm a huge fan of Abigail. Like, she had a horrible oh, yes. husband. And like yes. in two weeks, God re- God hooked her up with her hospitality, and she became a queen. You know, Love um, Mary, yeah. the sister of Lazarus, who you know mm-hmm. literally sat at the feet of Jesus because she was she she wasn't worried about the earthly thing, but she was smart because you know the the time the only time really that we see. Jesus having an emotional reaction is when Mary, mm-hmm. you know, went to Jesus and she had a different approach. She wasn't like accusing him. She just, mm-hmm. she just mm-hmm. was at just weeping and, and mourning in front of him and, you know, and like waiting for whatever explanation she had, but she believed and Jesus wept, wept, he wept. <laughs> she could move his heart like that. Yes. She said, had you mm-hmm. been here, I know he would yep. not have died. Faith. That is faith. Yes. And, you know, my other favorite woman is the, the unnamed woman at the well. Oh, my God. That's ex- actually who we're going to talk right? about. Too. She's a prophet. She really was. Yes. You know, she might have been a lot of things, but she was also aware enough to understand that that was the Messiah. She's a prophetess. Mhm. Oh yes. And so, and Mary, who sat at the feet of Jesus, is she the one who was delivered from the seven no, devils? That's a, that different, a different Mary. Mary, Mary Magdalene. Magdalene. Yep. Yeah. I always suspected that those seven devils were. Men. I would believe that. <laughs> you know. I feel like those were so. I feel ties. like they were too. Yeah. Because it said she was like a sinful woman or something. Uh, well, you know, she had money. You know, uh-huh. she's the only she's the only woman in the Bible that you have a name on her, her first and last name. 
Wow. <laughs> and she was like one of his biggest she supporters. Was, she was honestly, she was uh-huh. his first apostle. You know what I mean? Like she yeah. was there for yeah, every single that. critical moment. Like, you mm-hmm. know, she was she was the uh there there at the crucifixion, she was there at the resurrection, yes. like she's having to corral these guys to quit being knuckleheads and quit being chickens and come on, mm-hmm. come on, let's go. Like they didn't believe her. Like she had to like I'm sure she had to like you know, they make it sound tame, but I'm sure she had to corral these dusty, crusty dudes and like, let's go. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, right. she's crazy. You know, remember from before? Hint, hint. Um, you right. know, like, and she's like, no, for real. And then it was like they got there and then they were confused. And she's like, well, I'm trying to tell you he's not here. Like, he's going to meet up with you guys later. The shoot, the sh- the scene shoots back, and he's like, "Wait, you know, he just walks through the wall. Like, what's happening?" <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's beautiful, and that's crazy that all these women have the name Mary. I just, I just realized. It. And yeah, some people even said I was his wife, but that's, that's another, another topic, topic for another day. day. Yeah, we're not even gonna go there. Okay, Roger. <laughs> You know, and it even talks. About, it even talks about in the New Testament. You know, the the group of women yeah. that that took care of the apostles. Mm. You know, and yes, they had them in their house and everything. Yep. Yeah, beautiful, like Priscilla, mm-hmm. and then yeah. Well, I love the Samaritan yeah. woman because. She was a woman who had been married five mm-hmm. times. I mean, if there's anybody who just not getting it right, mm-hmm. it's her, right? Yep. <laughs> and I mean, and that's the person who Jesus was on a mission yep. to see personally. Yeah, she said personally. To give her some water. Well, he asked her for water right. first. And she was like, well, how could you be in a Jew ask me a Samaritan woman for water? Because, you know, they never really mess yeah, with each no, other like simple, that. Jewish yeah, people they were very sinful people to Jewish people, right? And because they were very sacrilegious. They took a little bit from here, took a little bit from there and kind of mixed it together. And so some of these Jewish people, they wanted to be very devout to God. They wanted to follow the mm-hmm. law to the letter you know um i i also with the samaritan woman you know i always felt like she she was trying to get a pastor out of these Mm -hmm. men so that she could preach to you know she could minister um but they just wasn't hitting like the messiah was she was trying to find a messiah in these men and they they couldn't be because they're men they're all fallen people you know and so she, that means she had a very high standard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Trying to compare men to the Messiah. That's nope. not going to work. So, of course, she's going to always feel unfulfilled. And I'm um, trying to get this void filled. And that was who was able to fill that void and complete her finally was Jesus. And I love when he says in, um, what was it, John mm-hmm. 4? Is it 17? When he says, go call your husband. Yeah. Go get that man. That ain't your husband. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go, go get that man. 
And she was like, I don't have a husband. And he's like, you say it right when you say you don't have a husband because you have had five of them and the man you're living with now right. is not your husband. And then she was like, ooh, mm. I'm discerned that you're a prophet. Yep. <laughs> you know, she was excited. She didn't even get ashamed. So, and I think that's how you know, like, you come into the presence of God through his son, Jesus. It's like when you let go of shame, you let go of loneliness and feeling like you're being abandoned like you just have this joy and you just like come and see a man that told me all I ever all I ever did you know you just want to become this big evangelist and just bring people to Jesus which is what she kept well and the best part about it is that she derailed the Jesus's original route like it says they stayed there Uh for like a week yeah you know so not only did she let go of her shame you know she was able to Mm -hmm. spot the messiah and and the whole town benefited from her capacity to see that he was something much more and just thank you for the testimony of a woman some of y'all listen some of y'all out there Y'all feel like y'all are messy. Y'all feel like y'all are broken. You feel like nobody wants you. That you don't have a voice. Jesus is saying that you are worthy. You are worthy to go out there and make disciples of people. And no matter what state you are in, you have been called. Okay? But few have been chosen. Few have Jesus coming straight to them, offering them living water. If you are an outcast, Jesus has got you. Those are the best. (laughs) The ones that were like prostitutes, the ones who were like very promiscuous out here. These are the people that Jesus are looking for. He's looking for people who are who are sick. He don't he's you know, if you feel like you have it all together and you know the gospel back and forth. And you are just so saved and so holy and so sanctified. Guess what, boo? Jesus just may not be yeah. looking for you. I'm just, okay, yeah. I went there. That's it. I went there on this show. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, God God yes. does his best work through broken things because it, it testifies yes. to the fact it could only be but God that brought you yes and through the thing you went through that's right that's the original Mm -hmm. potter okay and we are just clay and he can mold us and shape us into whatever he Mm wants us to be you understand you could have um i'm not even gonna go there because i'm going off topic i'm getting (laughs) excited (laughs) love you guys well, and it talks, and I'm just going to give a, a lot of scripture real quick. If, you, if you're messy and go, broken, go you want to look in the book of Zephaniah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a book hardly anybody mm-hmm. ever uses, but Zephaniah 14, or is it, yeah, Zephaniah 3, 14 through 20. And really, it's it talks about joy in God's faithfulness, and, and it, it talks about what God is going to do for you. You know, and, and, you know, he's going to save and, and he's going to, you know, he's going to restore and gather you. And like, 
you know, really the, the idea of it, all of it is my, my, uh, no longer my past predicts my future and my former plans are small compared to the ministry he called me into, you know, I'm free. Mm. Hold on. I'm yeah. right there with you. You said Zephaniah, Zephaniah 3, chapter? 14 through 19 or 14 through 20. Uh-huh. Yes. Love it. You know, he's talking all, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to, he's going to handle it. He's going to take care of business. You lame, he's got it. Your reproach is a burden. I got yeah. you. He's going to quiet your heart. You know, like it just, he's got you. Yes. The God that redeems and yes. restores. Yeah, that's beautiful. And um, so what exactly the main part of this show we get so excited um what are exactly our soul ties and how do you break them oh man soul ties so you know it it just it depends like you know there are different depends on who you talk to you know Mm -hmm. but i believe a soul tie is anything that attaches you body soul and spirit to to the person placing mm. addiction, whatever that God had not intended for you. Mm. And so you can have this, this unhealthy attachment and be yoked to pretty much anyone yes. or anything. I mean, you know, when, when we're, oh. when we're talking about, you know, um, different types of love, you know, people want to mm-hmm. get busy, worried about uh, arrows, right? And they get yeah. confused because it's the lust. It's, it's, the, it's the sexual, mm. romantic, you know, um, passionate love. The song, mm. the, the song, the, the song of Solomon is all arrows. Yes. But that, totally. that's designed for marriage. Exactly. And they were a married right. couple. Just talking about all the things and all the ways they were going to do it right. in their wedding. And just, just all of it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it was perfectly acceptable and it was out in the open, right. you know. And there's there's nothing wrong with that because that's, they're right. married. I mean, that's, they can do that. However, if we're not married, we really shouldn't be <laughs> talking like that. Or betrothal, or you know what we call engagement. Now we really shouldn't be talking well, like that to a person. Right. And God forgive me if I well, ever, it, you know what, the, this cult <laughs> talk well, like the, this. The culture does that though, and see, this is why marriages mm-hmm. fail though, because they never yeah. get beyond arrows. Oh, so soon, soon as it's not that. awesome, and soon as I'm not feeling wine, champagne, and roses, I'm done. That's it. It's right. like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, we we have to back mm-hmm. that up here. You know, like, right. So what is? So it's okay. I'm so sorry. I hope I didn't cut you off. Yeah, just in the interest of time. So we have other mm-hmm. stages of love as well, like storge. Mm-hmm. Forgive me if I'm saying this wrong. And you have phileo. 
yep. and agape. So, Storge's family, right? you know, mm-hmm. mother, parents, children, you know, it's a deep, affectionate family love, mm-hmm. you know, and um, let's see here, you know, Philia is like family. Agape mm-hmm. is the is the biggest type of love. You know, it's 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 mm-hmm. unmeasurable. It's all encompassing. It's uh, perfect, unconditional, sacrificial. It is it is what Jesus lived out. Agape is meant to be lived out. It is not a feeling mm-hmm. or emotion. It is it is it is yeah. It's, it's, it's that First Corinthians yeah. four. I mean, First Corinthians thirteen, yep. verse four through six, kind right. of right. And you know, yeah, what Jesus did. You know, He laid down His life for us. That is the truth, and not too many people, not too many of us will do nope. that there. for another person. But He did it whole for the world. whole world. You yes. know, and like, um, what was the other ones? We got Philia, Storge. Which I think is like yeah. brotherly love. Philia is yeah. Philly, I say Philia is family. It, it's another okay. level of family. It's 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 like yeah, it's like um, it's your family. family. It's your friends who become your yeah, friends. Your family, <laughs> your family, your friends who become family. Yes, you know, okay. and it's like okay. um, you know, it's Romans twelve ten. Love each other. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Um, mm. You know. Um, sec- I got my notepad. Yep. Out. Second, second Peter first five <laughs> or Second Peter one seven, and godliness with brotherly mm. affection and brotherly affection with love. Mm. And um, you know, it's like. A trust, a filios, trusted confidant, prized personal relationship. Um, it's it's your beloved friend. It's an experience based love. So you're telling me that we should experience all of these types of love within our marriage if we really want it to be fulfilled yes. and to last. My goodness. You know, I don't think a lot of us have even thought about that because you're right. We do tend to get um, very stuck on the arrows, love, which is like erotic and intimacy and all that things that you can only have in a married uh, right. relationship. Right. And it, and it doesn't, you, you don't ever mm-hmm. get any deeper. The, mm. you know, if we move through the stages, you know, Mm-hmm. A true friend loves and supports at all times. You know, Proverbs seventeen seventeen. Mm-hmm. A friend loves at all times, but a mm-hmm. brother is born for adversity. Yes. And, you know, um, when we're talking about the love and all of its individual concepts, if it's lived out, it's love and action, it's, it's love and marriage, it's valuing your relationships. Mm-hmm. It, it's having that bond with your children, even your nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. but it gives you the capacity to really walk out love and all of its ideations to experience as close as we can to what Jesus just did for us. Right. That is such, that's so beautiful. So we're pretty much craving to fill this void that we've had 
since we got kicked out of the garden of Eden. Okay. And basically, so the instructions that God gave us was to be fruitful and to multiply, to have dominion over the earth and to subdue um, all the creation of this earth, like the animals and plant life and things. So, and he also had a divine design for one wife with one husband. Um, so you can see this in Genesis two twenty four, when Adam, you know, first saw right. Eve, and he said, "This is not flesh in my flesh, bones of my f- bone." Then shall a man leave his mother and his father and cleave unto his wife. Mm-hmm. Cleave, right? That's forming a a bond, a covenant, and a tie, healthy. a healthy Attach- attachment. Right, right. So that's a healthy attachment. He cleave unto his wife, and then the two shall become right. one. So what's happening um, in our modern-day relationships, or even in the Bible, if you want to be real about it, um, we're creating a lot of unhealthy soul ties uh, where we are unequally yoked, like in Second Corinthians 6.14. Mm-hmm. Also, we have a lot of sexual morality going on, which is what Paul is always yelling at us right. about um, as in first Corinthians six fifteen, you could even read to right. 20 and basically he was just saying to flee sexual immortality um, or I'm sorry right. immorality <laughs> uh, and so if we are not able to fulfill the commitment of marriage and we end up doing something outside of that boundaries which are supposed right. to be healthy then we are pretty much fornicating well and you're giving you're giving a piece uh, of yourself to somebody who doesn't deserve it okay that's that's crazy um because i don't think a lot of us think about that we think that we can just kind of casually lay with somebody and get up and we'll be just fine but what science is saying i'm gonna go in a second right. world here is that every time a woman sleeps with mm-hmm. a man, she is pretty much taking on a part of this yes. DNA that goes into her body and it right. never leaves, right? And it influences the way that this woman thinks. It's influencing her personality. It's influencing her very mm-hmm. DNA. Because remember... As God said, you're becoming one flesh with somebody. Um, Paul says, if you sleep with a prostitute, yep. you become one with her in, in body. Right. But if you join yourself to God, you become one with him in spirit. And let me tell you, and the science is backing up what the word of God says. If y'all don't think... That God is real. For some of my lovely lattes out there that are unbelievers, just look up the science because it's backing up scriptural evidence that has been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Well, So what do you think about that? And here's the deal. You know, agape Mm -hmm. is love. You need to first master yourself. You need to have an agape love for yourself. If that's in Mm -hmm. place, it makes you aware and it properly sets you up to receive 
the love that's really made especially for you. And that's only the love that God can give you like a lock and key because he divinely created you for a unique and specific purpose. And that void is only mm-hmm. meant to be filled by him. And there are so mm. many scriptures that talk about, you know, from Old Testament to New Testament about God's conversation. Like, you lo- you know, you left your first love. You know, mm. you turned your back. And, and the consequences yes. for that, you know, are, are many. And, and, they're, and they're wide and broad. And the thing is, is God's love for us is so individual because he's the one that created us. And when we have that agape love and we have relationship with, mm-hmm. with God and, and we just, you know, we've allowed Jesus to come in and, 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 and really save us and, and be our all. Mm-hmm. We are, we mm-hmm. are a whole person. And then when we are look, talking about moving into a marriage state, we give, then we're mm-hmm. giving ourselves wholly and completely in covenant with God at the, at the, at the, as a figurehead. And so it, it mimics the right. Trinity and, and that's God's design is to mimic the Trinity here on earth. So mm-hmm. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are one, husband and wife with God mm-hmm. in as the figurehead are the ones. Mm-hmm. So if you keep your relationship centered on God, right. even if you're single or married, you, you should, should be, be okay. okay. And, and you're not going to have unrealistic expectations of yourself or your husband because you're not expecting him to be your savior. You Right. He cannot be right, your Messiah. You can, you can love him. <laughs> And he can love you and you can fulfill that. And it can be a lifelong sustaining relationship because mm-hmm. you're not looking for a man to fill a void that God created only him to fill. Right. Because God himself yes. is love. As it says in first John verse seven, um, to love one another, right? you know, and, and it just, you know he means it It, it's who he is you know um it's in his very character yes that's so beautiful so i did um pose this question to some people out there um in this group Mm -hmm. i'm a part of and i wanted to just get some feedback on you know, how can we break these soul ties? And some of the responses I got were, <laughs> I mean, they were something else. Um, I was just like, oh, wow, really? <laughs> and uh, so I'm going to see if we can sure. read a couple of them. Uh, let's see. And then while I'm doing that, while I'm pulling mm-hmm. that up, I just wanted to also talk about, you know, some of the spiritual things that sure. are happening when we are laying with someone who is not our husband. If we are not seeking to be sanctified and consecrated, not just, you know, in spirit, but mm-hmm. also in body. What are some spiritual things you feel like are happening? Well, there? I mean... You, you know, you're opening up legal gateways for the enemy to come in and, and attack you. 
in your mind, mm. in your body, in your soul, in your spirit. Not to mention mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, STIs you could get. Um, those yes. some of those don't go away. Um, unwanted uh-huh. pregnancies. It, yes. it it creates a whole plethora of complications for you for like three minutes of whatever three to five minutes of whatever it's not worth putting your your life your health your relationship your salvation on the on on jeopardy for someone that you might see again maybe not i don't know Mm -hmm. like we have to love and respect (laughs) ourselves enough to guard our heart and to guard our body mm. because as a woman we have a womb and things are birthed from us and mm. we we are the, the we are the physically designed to be the holders or the or the um reciprocal of the man's seed and so that means mm. we deal with all levels of consequence including emotional residue because we hold the womb and and then let's also say this because we are all about Mm -hmm. the tea on this show (laughs) not only can you walk away from stis but you can walk away from stds not sexually transmitted diseases but sexually transmitted demons yeah how about that yes (laughs) yes a man can imprint Mm. on you and he never truly leaves. And and I know it's it's messed up, but that's just the way God mm-hmm. designed women. That's just how we're designed. And you sleep around with uh, enough men, you can have enough demons just roaming free around <laughs> in your mind. I just, I honestly, I don't even know how prostitutes do it, like when they're doing this for right. real, for well, real. That, the, that, that's um, the spirit of sexual yeah. immorality. Uh, that's in Hosea yeah. four twelve. So things like lust, oh, yeah. adultery, pornography, rape, incest, pride, the love of the world are characteristics of this demon. Sexual addiction is also a result of this perver- perverted spirit. You know. Yes. And uh, yes, and I'm and I'm not saying that no. to like shame anyone, of course. But we have to be real in yeah. the body of Christ because this is what is leading us to be completely broken. Like the marriages in our community also mirror the failed marriages in the secular mm-hmm. community. That's a yeah. problem, and and you know we need healthy relationships. So that people can be completely functional and, and go out and do the work right. of God, you know, and, and not just for us, but like for offspring that could be coming up in these these relationships. I mean, if we don't have to mm-hmm. go right. there, you know, if we don't have to go through a, a, a few experiences, then I feel like that's great that's awesome like not to intentionally put us outside of the will of god you know and then saying okay you know well god is just gonna fix it like please don't do that don't be like uh, the hagar don't be an ishmaelite don't be like that we want to be children of promise of of covenant 
um, relationships, the right kind of. Yeah, and I mean, some some of these are like stronghold roots. So, you know, enslaving spirit. You know, it Mm -hmm. accompanies fear, codependency, obsessive compulsive disorder, wrong relationships, codependency. Like that comes from the enslaving spirit, Um, the spirit of Mm. jealousy relationship destroying yes. spirit numbers 514 jealousy anger rage cruelty yes. suspicion unnatural competition insecurity divorce and division are a result of that um mm-hmm. you know it just it just opens up these gates and and really some soul ties are actually strong stronghold roots like they're rooted in you and like right. you know in order to to get rid of them we have to acknowledge that they exist, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, like it's how you get back on track is, you know, um, you know, to remove these kind of strongholds or soul ties is be sure you've confessed that Jesus mm-hmm. Christ is your Lord and Savior. And I say do it daily and do it often. Mm-hmm. I realize only oh, yeah. God can remove a stronghold. Or dissolve a soul tie. You can't do it. You, can, you know, That's we have to true. identify the soul tie or the stronghold and call it for what it is. You head it off first. You acknowledge what it is. You know, confess your sins related to the strongholds. Lay them there at the altar mm-hmm. of God. Thank him for the forgiveness. Visualize it being destroyed. And ask God to free you from the negative demonic forces associated with the stronghold. And make restitution, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, Mm -hmm. after you do these steps, you got to process that your, your territory, the you that you're reclaiming back, you know, and telling and reminding yourself that you're no longer affected by the area of strongholds that have been, you know, keeping you captive, that God's released you be finished with the sins that have enslaved you. Fill your mind with scripture Mm -hmm. in order to reinforce the victory and like, know that you have the power at any time to say it ends with me and take no prisoners that means including yourself Mm. amen amen sister okay well let me just read some of these comments so i asked them you know how do you deal with these soul talks from your past whether they're emotional or sexual how can you break these off to the ladies out there someone said a yoni steam lots of prayer meditation most of all, learn to forgive yeah. them and yourself. That's Miss Suni. Thank you so Thank much you. for that yeah. comment. And I asked, I said, what's a <laughs> yawny steam? <laughs> okay, okay, we're getting off topic. Um, someone else said, start loving yourself in prayers. Another commenter uh, said, ask mm-hmm. God for forgiveness. Pray, rebuild your mm-hmm. spiritual walk. And connection yes. with Christ. Um, understand that with complete healing and deliverance, our soul yes, ties Yes, we just covered that. Yeah. See? Yeah, you just said that. So this is a thing that's happening. A lot of women are awakening to a void that they feel. And they want to be spiritually um, moved. And they just want something more than these situationships. Loving lattes, you is not walking back into these unfulfilled dead end no. relationships. 
anymore. I'm telling you right now. We're giving you tools and strategies on how to be reconciled with God and how to reclaim your territory by loving yourself enough to understand that love in all of its ideations needs to be in proper form. But you have to have that solid Mm -hmm. relationship with the one that created you. Because who better to love you fully and completely and help you to understand, even in our messy moments, that he had cre- he's created us for such a unique and big purpose that we, we, have to, we, have to, we have to have that relationship. And that has, that has to be our primary yes. focus. That's where we go for our, our identity, our source of joy, our source of freedom. You know, and the power to remove the root, the soul ties or the strongholds that hold us back from walking in our in our ultimate purpose. Right. And somebody even said that soul ties of course are real. They said that women. I said, of course, some, mm-hmm. you're going to get that one. I'm not surprised. Yeah, they said that women use soul ties as a justification or staying with abusive, toxic men and or platonic friendships. And you never hear men talking about these things. It's only women. And so we need to have better, healthy boundaries so that we are not being treated poorly. Well, I'm going to disagree with that person. It is not just because you mm-hmm. say it doesn't exist. It does exist because there's a lot of a lot of good scripture. You'd be here all night. That, that talks about that talks about what happens when you disconnect yourself from God. When you walk away from covenant yes. relationship with him, what's going to happen? You open the legal gate for the enemy to attack you, mind, body, and spirit. It is mm-hmm. the truth. Just because you don't believe it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. And it's not just a woman thing. Right. That's not it either. Men are just as affected by yes. soul ties as women are. Oh, yes. I still have men contacting me. Right. Okay. <laughs> From years yeah. and years. I mean, women, if y'all don't think men are not affected by soul ties, why do you think they keep calling y'all after the relationship is over? Years and years, you get a call. That's a soul tie. They are forever connected to you. They're just not as effective because their right. wiring is different. And and the thing that I'm um, disappointed, well, not disappointed. I'm a little saddened about this with men is because they never truly get a chance to right. heal uh, after they have experienced mm-hmm. a relationship that dissolves. They tend to just jump into another relationship and they just kind of tend to, I don't know why they're encouraged to kind of hop from woman to woman. This is doing as much damage to them as it is doing to women. It's just felt a lot stronger uh, when women go through this because of the way we're designed, as you said, to receive the love that a man gives us. And and so the man is the one who is influencing, you know, the love right. that we receive. He's burning. And we, right. we have to do. Am I saying we have to right? do. A, we have to do a better <laughs> job of educating our young men about the importance of of their seed. 
Yes, I mean my my hope for men and to my lovely lattes who are men who are tuning into this to say, hmm, what is this series about? Let me take a listen. You know, my thing for you guys, men, is that I I would pray that you would connect with other Mm -hmm. men in your community who can be a mentor to you and who are striving and not just saying that, but like really living Mm -hmm. that life. Um, I'm kind of giggling right now because of this scandal Mm -hmm. that's going on Mm. right now, (laughs) but I don't want to name any names. This is not that type of show. Um. (laughs) Yeah, so like my my desire is for the men to connect with men who are striving to be better and yeah, trying to, to follow all yes, the stages. Because of life. we have we're we're created unique yeah. and different, but together as a as a unit, mm-hmm. we're holy and complete. Yes. As it says in um first Corinthians eleven verse eleven, men and women are not independent right. of each other. We need each other in order to advance the kingdom, to fulfill the divine right. purpose of God. You know, none of us can really go our own way. And that's also a topic right. for another day. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I would love for men to be able to experience all stages of life and love with a mentor in their community, whether it's um, a, a pastor or a counselor or even a father or brother, yes, you can be each other's keeper, yeah. your brother's keeper. And that's all I'm going to say about that because right. I'm not a man. So I can't really teach to y'all. I can really yep. talk to my ladies out here um, because I'm a single lady myself and I'm I'm going through this and I'm experiencing this. What I'm, about I'm you, David? What's your state? My husband's having an adulterous affair. Well, girl, go and put all his I have no problem. I have no show. problem doing it. I really don't. <laughs> um, it's pretty gross and it's really disgusting. And you know, um he you know, he's very he's seeking after mm-hmm. his self and his and flesh and lust and and you know, like oh, man. he doesn't think he's not thought this through and he doesn't understand right. that the God of the Bible has consequences. Man, we have over like how many listeners? Shout out to the what sixteen hundred yes. listeners we have now. My goodness, you guys are doing this thing. I'm so proud of my lovely lattes out here who are Thank supporting you. the yes. show. If you would like to comment, leave me a message. Uh, also, you can send send me something, um, Honey Nine Nine on Book of Faces, as we call it in the show, or Coffee Olay. Divya, how can people hit you? Oh up? man, I'm I'm actually on Clubhouse um, Monday through oh, nice. Friday. Yeah, She's fancy. Monday through Friday, <laughs> seven a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm in the Seven Figure Sales Room. And then at um, mm-hmm. nine o'clock Central Standard Time, I am in the AOA Club, the Alchemy of Awesome. Oh, okay. That so I've moved really off nice. the Book of the Face, and I have moved off the Gram, and and I just find that I just have a, a special mission in the clubhouse, and you know I've made some amazing mm-hmm. divine God God has a tremendous sense of humor and 
I've just met some amazing people and, and have been able to pray with them and, and form bonds and, and do some some great business deals. And I that that's that's exactly the medium for me. So um, if you want to connect with me on Clubhouse, my uh, my mm-hmm. handle is at the Dr. D and you can follow me and I'd mm-hmm. be happy to, to have jump and come to our rooms, ping me into your rooms like I, I'm happy like, let's connect on Clubhouse. Yes, thank you. Well, um, just getting back to a few sure. notes before we wrap up here, because these are just so good. Um, so we want to make sure that we are breaking these soul ties um, by renouncing all the things that we did in the past. Yeah. We're breaking off the spirit of witchcraft, covetousness, um, which is associated with the Jezebel spirit. This is a principality, y'all, that there's levels to what this principality does. She, remember in the Bible, Jezebel wanted to assert the authority of her Mm -hmm. husband, Ahab. And um, you can read about that in 1 Kings 21, 7 to 10. She said, I will get you that vineyard. Somebody's vineyard, their inheritance, the king just wanted to use it for a vegetable garden. I, mm-hmm. that's so messed up and Jezebel um, was on a mission to go ahead and pretty much destroy this man um, and to kill him and to slander him and the way she works she first starts casting doubt into your mind mm-hmm. as a believer she also uh, puts rejection there where you may experience self-rejection or people around you may start Mm -hmm. rejecting you um she also recruits spirits of divination um because you know she was a high priestess witch in the right in the word um yeah she 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 was a mess man she um you know um you know and she's really after marriages too as well um Oh yeah, she destroys marriages. She mm-hmm. hates marriage. And she Yeah, Only... she was a priestess mm-hmm. with Bilal, which was her god. Right. So that was her husband, Bayal. And so Ahab was just uh, what do you say? He was just a, a vessel that was being operated through, just a body, um, to be her earthly husband. That's it. But her real husband was Bayal, who she Yep, you want it. She also recruits the spirit of lust mm-hmm. and perversion. And if that doesn't work, she goes up to level five, which is a spirit of death, murder, and suicide. So if she cannot turn you out to be like her, which a lot of people talk about mm-hmm. narcissistic personalities, which we are way out of time. Um, that person probably in the spiritual world has a, a, a principality of Jezebel which cannot be cast out, you guys. So if somebody goes all the way to being turned out into a Jezebel, you cannot Mm -hmm. cast her out. This is a principality. Okay, so... um, And and if she can't turn you out, she will just try to kill you or have you kill yourself. Yep, she does it through debauchery. You know, and the only reference to Belial in the New Testament is found in 2 Corinthians 6.15. Go on. Is is that about um not to be no? Like it says yoked? what concord has Christ with Belial, or what part has a believer? Belial. Yet? What part does, or what part has a believer with the unbeliever? 
Paul Paul was dealing yes. with the rampant carnality in the church at Corinth. And, and Belial, that's the only time mm-hmm. Belial's mentioned, you know. Yes, and, and help me out for some of my, lo- my lovely lasses that know about these spiritual battles and attacks. I mean, we really need some people who is in yeah. deliverance ministry because a lot of us is going through it and we need to fortify um, the kingdom of God and strengthen a support system, especially for women that are single because a lot of them are being left yeah. uncovered. When you don't have that husband to protect your nakedness, to sew you those fig leaves, you know, and the love of God is what covers all of those sins and is able to help you, as Dr. Davia said, reclaim your yeah. identity through Jesus Christ. And I also love the verse right above that, that says, do not be unequally yoked with mm-hmm. unbelievers, because some of us think that we can do missionary nope. dating. Or missionary and- <laughs> marriage. <laughs> or missionary yeah. marriage. And then we're, we're disappointed because the guy that we like, we're crushing on, or we ended up marrying... He's not a believer. He's not our Messiah. He can't. Even, he's not even a pastor. He doesn't want to go to church. He doesn't want to pray. Yep. And we're so like disappointed. Right. And it's like, ladies, nope. it doesn't work. It doesn't work. The, the Word of God is telling us not to be unequally yoked with somebody that doesn't believe in Jesus Christ. If they don't believe, they're and not going to get convert it. them. And they're you're not, not going to convert them. You're not going to be able to convert them. The only one who can do that is Jesus mm-hmm. himself. That is it. And and the person has to want to make that change for themselves. Yeah. There is nothing that we can say or do that's going to convince an unbeliever that Jesus is real, that he is a son of God, that he died for us on the cross and rose again on the third day. And by his name, we receive yes. healing. Okay, so uh, whew, that was a mouthful. It was. And, you know, I, I got a really good prayer. I'm just going to kick this one off. It's called the Battering Ram Confession of Sexual Sin Prayer. Father Go God, in. in the name of Jesus, I renounce any generational curses that would connect me to any kind of sexual perversion i repent on behalf of my forefathers who committed sexual sins four generations before me the curse is broken off my seed and me i repent of any personal habitual sexual sin that has led to the formation of demonic strongholds in my life i close all doors that may have been opened through sexual abuse in infancy adolescence or adulthood i renounce any emotional wounds brokenheartedness or rejection that may have opened doors to rebellion in the area of sexual sin in my life. I renounce and close all doors that were opened through traumatic interpersonal relationships, self-inflicted curses through negative confessions or curses knowingly or ignorantly spoken over or against me by others. I renounce the spirits that may have gained entrance through ritualistic sex acts, incest, rape, vexation, bewitchment, enchantment, infatuation, witchcraft, Satanism, voodoo, sorcery, or any other type of magic. I take authority over any soul ties or fragments from my past that may plague my present life. I cast down and renounce all unconscious thoughts, mental locutions, ideations, or mind-binding or binding spirits. I use the battering ram of God's word against the spirits of the dog, the id, libido, and ungodly desires, and the works of the flesh. I'm not subject to the powers of these agents of execution against my soul. 
I refuse to submit to the strong man of Jezebel, and I renounce the spirit of temple prostitution. I willingly present mm. my body as a living sacrifice unto God and the blood of Jesus. My loins are girded with truth. Lord, release your angels on my behalf today, ministering angels, guardian angels, and the warring angels. Father, I thank you for supernatural intervention in my situation. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Amen. And I'm hearing Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. Present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto mm-hmm. God. Yes. That he can transform us through the renewing of our yep. mind. Yes, God wants to renew us, ladies. He wants to transform our lives. He wants to restore, redeem, and heal us. He wants to purify us. God, please purify our hearts, purify our minds. Um, When we're going through a process of purification, just remember, before Esther saw the king, she had to go through 12 months of beauty treatment you know like it was everything yes and if you think about it this is also what jesus was mm-hmm. going through before he um went through being yep. crucified and being buried this woman came to him this sinful lady mm-hmm. and she um poured an alabaster of oil on him so esther was kind of the um the representation of jesus in a way of what he went through through king ah- mm-hmm. ahasuerus King Xerxes, forgive me y'all if I'm saying his name wrong. (laughs) Yeah. So that also kind of represents um, Mm -hmm. the Trinity. Esther and and the king. And I've learned that from another pastor. I didn't I don't know that from my own you all. I'm sorry, you that's the beautiful part. Yes. And thank you for that prayer. I definitely felt a lot better, a lot clearer. I felt like some stuff on my end was it was running away right. all from me. So you guys don't be ashamed, you know, if y'all have to say that mm-hmm. prayer a couple times to get delivered. Remember, deliverance it is a process. It is a lifelong, continuous process. Um, that was something that Father God revealed right. to me. And also um, as we're going through our season of purification, not just in our bodies, but also in our spirits. Uh, we can remember um, to come to the throne of grace, as it says in Hebrews 4.16, and make our petitions known um, to God with our sincere sincerity in our hearts. We, if we ask him what we want, if we ask him sincerely, with a pure heart, we will receive that. Even if it's a husband, if you, you know, it's okay, you guys, to desire marriage. That's a healthy right. desire. Um, also, we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, as it says in Romans 3.23. And it is God's kindness that leads to repentance, as it says in Romans 2, verse 4. Thank you so much, Jester, for saying that when you came on this show. Because it's true. God loves us regardless and he is so graceful and merciful towards us. And every day he renews his love and kindness towards us, which makes us just want to be better. It makes us want to repent and live a, a yeah. better life. Um, and remember, Jesus paid for all yeah. of our sins. 
And what the law was unable to do, the Mosaic law um, that was given to the Levitical priests, Jesus was able to do that. Uh, And remember, not everyone has been called to marriage. It's okay if you want to be single, if you feel like you want to renounce marriage altogether for the sake of the kingdom. Jesus said that this is okay in Matthew 19, verse 12. And not everyone can even receive that word. I'm sure some of y'all are giving me a side eye. And and that's because you have to be ready, right? And and perfect love casts out all fear. So there is not anything. God is not shocked, okay? God is not shocked. You bring your broken, messy self to the feet of Jesus, Mm -hmm. and you you just... you pour your heart out and, and allow yes. him to give you that grace and that mercy to be forgiven and reclaim your ground by forgiving yourself and making that oh, conscious yes. choice to renew your mind every day. And look, we're not meant to do life alone. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't go to church, if you go to church, either or, Surround yourself with other believers who you can have the mm-hmm. experience of having, you know, agape love, you know, and, and, and having that filial love, that familiar love. You know, surround yourself mm-hmm. with good people that, that are willing to do life with you, that don't expect you to be perfect because... Mm-hmm. When, when we make conscious decisions like that, that helps us walk much stronger because it, we're yes. not putting our, we're not uh, separating ourselves, And so it, it just makes life a lot easier to do. Yes. Well, I, I just want to thank you so much, Dr. David, for coming on this show once again. This was a very very good awesome. episode um yeah come on ladies let's be free from these Amen. entanglements yes. rip down those strongholds <laughs> burn up those salt pull, pull them, them down, down. Get, get, get down to the root that second what corinthians 10 verse 4 5 remember our weapons of our weapon they're not carnal you guys we can't do these no. things in the flesh We got to get in the spirit and we got to pull down every time the enemy whispers something in our ear. We got to come back even harder with what God says. Yeah. He called us betrothed. He called us a wife already. Yeah. He already made us a vessel that's willing. Okay. So we could talk about this all day and all night. (laughs) Okay. Um, but before we we end this epi, do you have any last things you want to say or I, I do like anyone? all we have is mm-hmm. today. We're not we're not guaranteed tomorrow. So if you are struggling, if you if you're you know whatever you are going through, you don't have to be worried about being perfect. Just spend some time in communication with with God the Father because He loves you. And he wants to hear from you. And there's nothing that you have done that ever puts you so far away that you're not, that he's not patiently waiting for your return. And so don't put it off until tomorrow. You know, have a conversation and and give yourself permission to be restored whole again. 
Amen. Well, I just want to thank you for letting me come on, you know, coffee, sips, and tea because we spilling all the tea, you know. And you know what? And if and if (laughs) and if your if your audience, if your fans, if your followers enjoyed what we're talking about, you know, I'm totally all about coming back, and we can we can dive a little bit deeper into scripture. You know, we can really get into this topic. Um, you know, and, and try to bless and, and help, you know, maybe get give some people a chance to to ask questions, you know, submit some questions like maybe we can can help give some people a chance at some deliverance here. Yeah, that would be nice. We we could talk about that behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I think this is a good, I think you're hitting some good notes, you know, you're all about empowering women to adjust their crown. Mm -hmm. Definitely. All right. Well, yes, the tea has been spilled, y'all. Let us know what you think about this, Appy, and if we should maybe do a part two and do like maybe a deliverance series for another devotional and you know, I'm I'm just gonna confess something real quick before um, we okay. hop off of here. So today, y'all, there was so many spiritual attacks <laughs> on my life. I'm telling you, like I'm sitting down mm-hmm. at work, and the door opened by itself. Mm-hmm. Like there was nobody there. Mm-hmm. It just opened. It swung open by right. itself. <laughs> And I looked to see if maybe somebody opened it. There was not one person. It was so quiet. And then it just got very cold in the room. And that happened at work. And I was like, okay, that feels like a demonic presence. So you guys, I just want, and also Asha wanted to be a part of um, the series. She's been getting spiritually attacked since yesterday. Her car just Mm -hmm. broke down. And just stopped working. I don't know. A perfectly working right. car. And her technology was breaking down. And this happened to me too. Like I've been fighting with my phone. Um, even now. Like I'm jittery. Sure. So I, lovely lattes. Just know this. That it is not easy. To come out here on this podcast. And put out content like this. Because this is very mm-hmm. radical. And, you know, we like to have fun and, you know, just chill and be relaxed. You know, I'm not a very preachy person, but just just know this, like, this is not easy for any of us to come out here and share these kind of, of things with you. Because not a lot of people are talking about these topics and we're putting it all out in the open on purpose. So just know that I'm being heavily attacked, um, especially mm-hmm. today. Because I'm putting, I'm exposing some things yeah. here, okay? And, and that's the one thing um, these spirits like to shrink back. They don't like being exposed. They like everything in secrets and deception. But we're going to pull down these strongholds, y'all. So just continue to pray for me. Pray for yeah. Asha. Also pray for Dr. Dav- Davia. 
Pray for all the people in the body of Christ. Pray for the entire remnant because I'm pretty sure even like we're going through a pandemic Mm -hmm. as well. You know, we're still dealing with that. So know like there's a lot of attacks happening because many people are coming back to Jesus. Many people are getting baptized. They're getting delivered. We are in the last of the last days. This is the end times. This is for real, for real. So... You know, whether you believe or not, you cannot deny that there is a lot of stuff going yeah. on. Y'all can't deny that. Yeah. So just keep us in your prayers. Okay, with that being said. Well, yep. I just want to give you a psalm real quick. Psalm 143, 3 verses mm-hmm. 4. In the name of Jesus, we stand in the gap for those whom the en- enemy has smitten their life down to the ground. We plead the blood of Jesus over those who the enemy has persecuted their souls. We prophesy light to those whom the enemy has made to dwell in darkness. Lord, have mercy on those who are overwhelmed within and are desolate at heart. Thank you for saying that. You're welcome. And I'm I'm not gonna win you up with another scripture. I think I, I, think, I think take that one and and look. Don't be afraid to like call call it out and be like, mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus, I you you know you need to leave. Yes, because that that's all the things. And and for those of you that are that are going through, you know, attacks or night terrors or anything like that, you know. God has God has promised us the victory, and so He needs mm-hmm. us to claim it and declare it. So use mm-hmm. the weapons of warfare that are given to you, and just know that after a while the enemy will flee because he's just going to get tired of yes. messing with you because it's not mm-hmm. going to work because it is mm-hmm. written. Look, Jesus showed us the the three feet on how to get satan up out from under us and you know when he was out in the desert you know every time satan Mm -hmm. tried to tempt jesus what did he say it is written it is written it is written Mm -hmm. so there's something to be said about that and and i and i say that because i'm going through my own struggles and i'm reminded that Mm -hmm. in order to defeat the enemy i need to be able to combat that with being able to let him know it is written and what God has to say about the situation. Mm, That's true. So I hope that we're ending on a good note and an empowered note and that y'all have a great evening and just, you know, stay connected. Yes, you all stay connected. Be content as um, Asha also said. And don't be afraid to be a counterculture yes. to what society is saying. And, and also, um, yeah, God's grace is sufficient yeah. for us. We don't have to try to be big and bad all by our own self. Because in our weakness, that's when God can prove um, his supernatural power. Oh, man, does he love to show up as, that way? Yes, with a mighty hand. And that's um, I think it's Second Corinthians. Well, and Second, listen, like honestly, Second so, Corinthians, that's a love chapter. That's a love the chapter. Whole the whole thing, thing right? just if, 
If nothing else, yes. dive into Second Corinthians and have a good time because God's going to reveal for you what you need to mm-hmm. know in in the concept of love. And Paul writes so beautifully. And so, like, I mm-hmm. hope that inspires somebody. You know, you don't know where to yes. start. Second I'm Corinthians, hoping. that's a love chapter. Yes, y'all. We got to get back to our word, yeah. too. Because a lot of these scriptures, I'm, like, running all over. Mm-hmm. To... <laughs> Yo, we're not Bible scholars. Lovely latte. All right. Well, as we always say on this show, you guys, see you next time on the flip side. <laughs> <laughs> and we saying bye. Bye.